You are now listening to the All Right Talk Show with me, your host, Shane Trainer. Get insider knowledge as we explore the world of business, travel, property, investing, healthy mindsets, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Auric Talk Show. We are in for a treat this week as my good friend and investor, Lewis Harding, and I will be talking with Sam Paulin. Sam is the Associate Director of Marketing to the popular and fast-growing stockbroker trading app, Free Trade. Free Trade has grown from 25,000 to 600,000 users in the last two years, so it's definitely making a lot of noise. Sam, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today? Oh, hi. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing great today. I'm really excited to be on the show. Uh, thanks for having me on. Excellent. And Lewis, how are you doing as well? Yeah, thanks, Shed. Thanks for, thanks for the opportunity. Really excited to speak to Sam about free trade. Um, got plenty of questions ready to go. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. So first of all, actually, Sam just told us some uh, exciting news with what's happened today with free trade. So do you just want to dive straight into that, Sam? Yeah, great. So yeah, today um, we announced our Series B investment. Um, very, very exciting milestone for the company. So $69 million, um, 50 of which is, is fresh capital into the business. Um, that was led by um, a growth fund in New York, Leftling Capital, and also El Caterton in the States as well, and our existing investors, Draper Esprit. So super exciting um, to announce that today. And that's really going to help, uh, you know, the next phase of growth for the company really uh, help us to, you know, hire a lot more, a lot more great people to build the product out and uh, expand into new markets. So, that, yeah, it's been a very exciting day today to get that news out and share, share that with our, with our community today. Yeah, congratulations. I'm guessing there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of congratulations for yourself and the team today then. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I mean, you know, it, it was closed a, a few weeks ago, right? And there's a lot of, uh, finalizing and, and sort of paperwork to do things. So it, it's been one of those things is, you know, we've been wanting to share it with everyone and we just have to wait until it was, uh, had to wait until it was uh, all final and everything. But yeah, it's fantastic. It's great news for our crowdfunding investors. I mean, free trade was started thanks to the, the investments of, you know, crowdfunders and, you know, that, that share price has gone up, uh, which is great for everyone kind of connected with the business. Um, but there's a long way to go, but it's nice to celebrate this milestone. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's going to be ever growing personally. And going over to you, Lewis, uh, you're an early backer of free trade, aren't you? Yeah, so back in June 20, 2019, uh, I think it was I think it was round five. Uh, that's when I first invested in free trade. That's when I started using the app full time as well. Um, so I've been around for a good amount of time. So, yeah, I'm fully enjoying the journey using free trade and as an investor as well. Oh, that's great to hear. Great to hear. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, uh, a bit about your background then, Sam, and kind of what you do at free trade. And mm. you could even talk about how you got into free trade and, and a bit about your investing journey as well. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm Associate Director of Marketing here at Free Trade. Um, I work across um, social media, community content, um, some product stuff, working on campaigns for new stocks, IPOs, 
uh, a whole a whole bunch of stuff that has been uh, you know we've had, we've had a small team it's getting bigger now but uh, yeah it, it's been um, an exciting time to work in marketing these past couple of years. Uh, before that, I worked for the travel app Skyscanner for about eight years, uh, from a kind of small startup to a big global company. Uh, I worked in the UK and also in Asia for a while, and that was super exciting. Um, and I guess towards the end of that time, I'd been getting really interested in investing myself, started using a few platforms, uh, discovered free trade through, I think a friend recommended it to me uh, late 2018, just after it launched. So I think I'm user... 2,500 or something. Wow. Um, I started using the app. I, I really enjoyed the app. I'd, I'd used a few kind of maybe robo-advisors and things like that. And I was a bit put off by the, the kind of legacy investment platforms, the, the straight up investment platforms. Checked out the free trade app and it was exactly, you know, what I was looking for at that time. And uh, Victor got in touch with me um, and it felt like the perfect opportunity for me because I really was interested in the whole fintech space, especially investing. I was, you know, a user of the app and everything. And I really believed in in what we're doing here and the mission of the company to get everyone investing. So that was my my journey and just over two years ago. Yeah. And as you say, since then we've grown from, you know, I think 25,000 customers. The Android app wasn't even live when I when I joined. And um yeah, to over six hundred thousand uh, users today. So yeah, it's it's been a very exciting time. Um, when Lewis mentioned the uh, the crowdfunding in 2019, I think that's when we broke Crowdcube, and that that's definitely <laughs> one of my my kind of most uh, vivid memories of the two years uh, I've been a free trade so far. <laughs> one of the highlights, kind of quite stressful, but ultimately, you know, a sign that people wanted to to get involved with the business and everything. So yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights. Could put that on your CV, broke, broke Crowdcube. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. There was, you know, people popping bottles of bubbly outside the door, and we were trying to get in touch with Crowdcube to kind of fix it. And yeah, it was a range of emotions that that day. But um, yeah, I won't forget that day. That's for sure. Yeah, amazing. And uh, what I do love about free trade, I'm sure you'd agree, Lewis, is that literally your objective is to get everybody investing because I think. I mean, if you go back to like 1985, like people like you and I, uh, we probably wouldn't be able to invest because it was so limited um, and re- there wasn't many retail investors around. But now it's like, you know, so many people from like early ages, like 17 year olds, 18 year olds upwards are like looking into investing. And I think it's great. And free trader are, are really trying to adopt that kind of early aging investor. And I really love that. And I think the branding goes alongside of that because it's that for me I look at the brand and it's like that 80s vibe it's cool it's niche and I think that's why I'm drawn to free trade I think it was actually the branding where I just I loved it yeah no great I mean that, that's the thing isn't it it's, it's kind of our, our average age of of users maybe 30 or something and I think there is something about that kind of nostalgic kind of look back so there, there is a kind of uh, retro futuristic kind of vibe with the, the visual design and everything but yeah, I think, you know, what we're trying to do here is get everyone investing and and actually there are perceptions around investing, right? That it's kind of like complicated. It's for, you know, uh, trader, you know, city boy type of personality or, you know, a guy in his bedroom with five TV screens. <laughs> uh, I'm sure those people do exist. Uh, definitely free trade is not the app for, for that person, right? And, you know, what we're doing is we, we believe it's, you know, something that, 
that everybody should do because it's it's the best way to grow your money or or one of them and we, we want to shift that perception and you know make it uh, fun as well and you know of course we are taking our job very very seriously we're you know fca regulated company and we, we spent a lot of time getting our permissions and fscs protection for your deposits and stuff so all of our foundations there but we don't believe it should be something that's boring and complicated and makes you kind of break out in a sweat in the middle of the night we want it to be interesting and kind of take people on the journey and, and teach them about investing and how to be a better investor so we invest a lot into content and things as well so yeah you know it's like our, our i would say our kind of tone of voice and our visual design is probably not what you'd imagine from an investing um uh, platform in the UK typically, but I, I don't think that those other platforms necessarily appeal to the kind of uh, typical customer that we're going for right now. And that obviously the, the high costs involved as well with using some of those platforms um, as well. So there's a whole a whole bunch of things going on um, going on really that we're trying to trying to tap into. Yeah, t to totally agree. And I think that's it. You're trying to make investing quite fun. And yeah, just going off the back of what you said with the how you've branded it, I think it's, it's definitely working. And I've got people um, in my uh, friendship group and my circle that I've got people into investing via the free trade app because they've seen the branding and the look of it. Uh, they, they think, oh, well, it's actually not that bad. And they've checked out your social media content. And they've seen how easy it is the post you're putting out. Like uh, there was a post the other day, and it was the difference between um, IPO and I can't remember the other term. Um, you know, the, what's the, the term? The companies don't want to go down the IPO direct. route. Yeah. Yeah, direct listing. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. So that was, you know, I read that. And for money, so I didn't really know what a direct listing was properly before I read that article. And it's explained so well. And that's what I loved about mm -hmm. it. And it's trying to make it so easy. But, um, but yeah, spot on. Yeah, so, you know, we have a couple of, of awesome uh, analysts. So, so they're writing, you know, they're, they're qualified uh, financial writers, right? And, you know, they're analyzing, you know, the markets and various companies and stuff. And we're producing a lot more content to help people um, suppose get interested in it and also learn more about it. So it's definitely going to be a focus going forward because I just don't think that investing is has kind of been a thing for, you know, let's the typical customer age that, that we have historically it's just not been something that you kind of thought about you know saving is something but investing is like a bit of a, a mindset kind of shift um it's like a longer term than just kind of like putting it under the mattress and you know spending it again relatively soon it's a it's a new thing really yeah yeah so yeah yeah totally great love it love it lewis uh, i'm sure you've got a few questions for sam so um over to you my man yeah, so I think my first question for Sam would be, um, what is it like working at a, a high-growth fintech tech company? It's go, go, go all the time. It's mm -hmm. full on. So just could you, could you give us an insight on how what it's like to work at Free Trade? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, I mean, a, a typical day, I mean, every day is slightly different, but, you know, uh, you know, working, working at Free Trade, um, you know, we've been, we're probably a kind of scale up now, you know, over a hundred people, but certainly my experience from very, very early days, uh, you know, 20, 30 people, you know, you roll your sleeves up and you get, get shit done, to be honest. Um, it's, I, I've worked, you know, a bigger, uh, previously worked at a much bigger company with well over a thousand staff and things are very different. And, 
you you know of course you can do work that is very satisfying and achieve personal growth and, and grow the company but it's, it's more difficult to kind of see the impact of what you're doing but with free trade or kind of startup to scale up you you roll up your sleeves and you see the impact of what you're doing every day right so i work in the marketing team and you know we, we can see the impact tomorrow uh if if we're if we do the right things of, of what we're doing today to drive customer acquisition right so it's you know it's, it's very much waking up looking at the numbers trying to understand what the performance was yesterday for whichever area you may work in uh definitely very collaborative across across the business so you know today i was chatting with everyone from product to engineering to customer ops excuse me and you know very very kind of collaborative approach obviously the last year has been in lockdown right so it's been very much on slack and zoom but it's it's doable um and we've definitely been i'd say in a way we've grown quite close as a, as a team having to you know communicate um tightly on uh you know online and everything but yeah so a typical day could be yeah you know we have our stand up in the morning with our team right we look at the priorities what the what the blockers may be what we want to achieve today um and we go ahead with the day basically and yeah figure figure out how we can continue to grow um so it's different for, from every team's point of view but from a marketing point of view we're, we're looking at the numbers right how many customers did we acquire yesterday uh maybe look at the revenue we're, we're driving things like that awesome so it's not quite wall for wall awesome. street <laughs> yeah but you know there's a lot i mean you know of course there's a lot of interesting conversations going on right so the forum you know the free trade community forum is is a great place to learn about investing and, and have conversations and you know we, we have thousands of conversations on there every month um that you know we take part in as, as the team and interacting with the community and everything but also that you know the community have with each other right so that's definitely a big part of um what free trades uh, who free trade is and you know the, the community literally owns part of the company and everything so i i would say like all day every day i'm communicating with customers and that's the most important thing i think you can do as a marketer is really understand people, what they want, um, uh, how you can kind of take on board their feedback um, and everything. And yeah, yeah, that's that's a big part of kind of day to day as well. Yeah, and you know that brings me to my uh, my next question actually, um, which is and uh, this relates to something that happened earlier this year um, with GameStop, as you know, that was, and then I thought you guys handled it awesome. Like the way your customer service handled it was fantastic. So do you want to tell me kind of how you, when you woke up that morning and this GameStop thing was like obviously all over the news and the app probably crashed and whatever, like, do you want to explain just how you and your team dealt with that? Yeah, for sure. In fact, actually, um, for anyone listening to this after, uh, Adam and Victor, our uh, founder and co-founder, basically just spoke to GQ and did quite an interesting kind of um, wow. conversation with them. So if you check out uh, Adam's tweets just now, that there's a great article that's come out for some even more context on it. But yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to talk about GameStop. It was an incredible experience, uh, like nothing else I've experienced in my career, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, what happened? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you know, we're, we're obviously aware of, of Reddit and like 
there's a lot of people talking about investing on there and there have been has been for for a while but something a bit different was happening right and we could see there was more conversations around certain stocks on there also on our forum as well but we we honestly just didn't know what was going to happen and we did not we could not predict have predicted what happened um so on that day and um, so to give you an idea of you know what a typical day was looking like like round round then we were seeing a big, big um, growth in customers at the beginning of the year. It's, it's quite normal because people are looking forward to the new financial year, right? Or the new year and thinking about their finances and, you know, thinking about um, improving their financial, uh, uh, their finances, right? Mm -hmm. So we were seeing maybe three, 4,000 customers a day coming in. Fantastic. Nice growth happening there. On the morning that the, the GameStop uh, story kind of exploded overnight we saw 40k signups on the app in a single day so 10x and it, we just you know did not expect that to happen right and we, we could never have predicted that so obviously um most of those customers you know signed up on the app created an account no problem right but there is uh you know there, there are a small number of users that have to be verified manually um to sign up on with a customer account on there. So that was that was a bit of an issue because there was a lot of people saying, I'm desperate to join and things like that. Um, but yeah, basically what happened was um, we, we kind of coped with it initially on that first day. Um, there were a few halts for trading that were actually uh, imposed at the, the stock market level in New York. So completely out of our control. Mm. Um, and thanks for the kind words on the way we communicated. I mean, what we always do here at Free Trade, what we really believe in is transparency and, and telling telling the truth and telling our customers what's going on as simply as we can, as fast as we can. Passionate about investing in property? Are you a beginner or a seasoned veteran wanting to learn more? Then Blue Ricks Magazine is a perfect magazine for you. I know what you're thinking. Not another property magazine. Well, Blue Ricks subscribers get access to their bi-weekly private podcasts, monthly meetups, private YouTube library, digital download resources, and of course, by monthly print magazine, as well as their regular online articles. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Head over to bluebricksmagazine.com forward slash or investor, or click on the link in the show notes. There was a lot of shit hitting the fan, to be honest with you, but we, you know, we, we tried to communicate, you know, uh, as best we could. And it was a real kind of, um, crisis comms situation, but we, we tried to communicate throughout that day as to what was happening. Um, on the, that was the Thursday, on the Friday, um, so Victor was on Sky News, you know, talking about the fact we were one of the only stockbrokers that stayed open on the Thursday, albeit with some downtime, which was out of our control. Um, we were all set and, you know, again, making it very clear that we're on the side of the investor here. We're not being controlled by someone there's a lot of kind of conspiracy theories going around um but the truth was that we as always want to stay open for our customers right mm -hmm. we want everyone to be able to invest we're on your sides you know we are owned by our customers um so he was on sky news shortly after that happened um our uh, fx provider uh got in touch with us and basically informed us that the previous day we'd kind of partly broken the um FX rails at the bank that power their service. Uh, so I mean, you can you can find out who that is if anyone's yeah. interested. You yeah. know, we, we don't want to kind of name and shame partners here, but ultimately they just could not handle the 
the the load, right? The demand from customers, they just they couldn't handle it. And mm-hmm. um, they informed us that they had to basically restrict um, the number of trades that we were able to place. I forget the exact number, but an enormous reduction to the point where we basically had to turn off those stocks that were causing the volume, right? Wow. So we could only allow people to sell because we, we wanted to, people to be able to exit their positions, but we couldn't allow people to to buy those stocks because it would have basically taken down the entire platform. Wow. Um, at this point, uh, people were very, very, very angry. We didn't give them much notice. Uh, in fairness, we didn't really have much notice. We did everything we could until the final possible moment to try and turn things back on. We, we just couldn't do it. There was nothing we could do. Um, and so we had to halt trading in, in the meme stocks, uh, if, if, if you want to call them that. And at that point, um, this became very, very challenging for us, uh, very, very difficult to deal with. Um, people were extremely upset that this was happening. Um, they wanted to believe in us, right? Because we, we told them we were open for business and everything. Um, but ultimately, we, we couldn't offer them the ability to buy um, buy any of those stocks that day, basically. So that was very, very difficult. Mm. And we went into the weekend thinking, you know, how can we fix this? This isn't this isn't right. It's not our decision. Uh, but it's not right that our, our users and all of our new users can't invest in these stocks, right? We want to make people aware that these investing in these stocks is very, very risky, um, more so than regular investing in, in other stocks and ETFs. But we want to respect people's ability to do that, right? It's not it's not our decision to stop you investing in those stocks. So the team basically worked all weekends. Um, I, I spent a lot of my weekend working dealing with, with customer issues. Many of the team did. So we had people from all different areas helping to deal with the backlog of messages. The engineering and product team were basically working on a solution to this issue. Uh, and by the Monday, we were actually able to reopen again. Uh, through an ingenious system that our engineers uh, developed. So by the Monday, we were able to reopen and offer people uh, investments into these stocks again. So it was a, it was a crazy few days, um, very, very difficult to deal with. I'm quite pleased with how we dealt with it from a comms point of view. Um, and I, I learned a hell of a lot during that time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was wild. And I mean, it was the biggest story on the internet, right? For, for a few yeah. days and certainly for, for weeks there, it was a big story, but I mean, for those couple of days, it was like BBC news, you know, level of story. Right. And it was just incredible. Um, I think it switched a lot of people on to investing. Um, and I think our goal since then has been to really educate, try and educate people about what investing really is. Cause it's not really about that, but what that was, was a cultural moment where people just, it, people it, it tap, people wanted to tap into that ability to grow their money, right? And, you know, there was this David and Goliath thing. It, but I think what it really boiled down to was people realized they could take control and actually invest their money in the market. And it's not really about GameStop or AMC. It's about the ability you have as a person with a phone and any amount of money to actually start investing. Yeah. So it was an incredible kind of cultural moment, I think, it, beyond the actual stocks it was it was kind of like you know the little guy was kind of winning that's the kind of 
the way it was seen, wasn't it? It was a, a big kind of f you to the to the big hedge funds and whatever. And it was it was it was a big cultural uh, move, movement and a big like a just a, you know this Reddit community just got together and then like I, I can't remember how many users joined Reddit you know, in the space of that 48 hours. But I think, it did it go to like over a million users, this little group or something? It was something ridiculous. But yeah, and it was just, and then they started going, well, mm-hmm. after Nokia and AMC and was it BlackBerry was another one. And it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how GameStop's doing at the moment because it's not something that I just, I was just kind of listening to the news and stuff, but it's not something I wanted to get involved in because I'm about the kind of the, the long-term thing and, not 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 getting involved on uh the hype stocks or the meme stocks as you'd call them um mm. but yeah it was definitely something that will you know will go down well it has gone down in history and i'm sure it's something you'll remember for your lo- your lifetime yeah there'll be a there'll be a movie sometime i'm pretty sure um yeah. i'm sure it's going to play all the different uh people <laughs> but yeah it's incredible i think yeah reddit had to shut down wall street for a while didn't they or something and it's just yeah yeah, it, it, it was it was an incredible time. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite sure if I'd like it to happen again, to be honest. But who knows? It, it, obviously, we we you know benefited in a way from lots of customers discovering our our, our app, right? But um, yeah, it's also quite yeah. Definitely. Well, as I said, you you handled it really well. So you know, pat yourselves on the back for that one, guys. So <laughs> awesome. Um, Thank you. Cool, Lewis. Uh, over to you again, my man. Yeah, I'm just gonna say uh, over that week I managed to get 15 new, sh- 15 free shares from inviting people. So um, I-, I got re- rewarded from the affiliate link as well, which was always quite, always quite nice. But didn't you get like 100,000 users over that week? I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, something, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it was great. The, the, the single biggest day was like 40,000. But yeah, it, it definitely, it probably went something to that number over over the, that kind of week or something. I mean way beyond our expectations and that's where being honest like we, we just couldn't cope with the the demand on our customer support team we just we just physically couldn't do it i was spending the majority of my time for days or even almost weeks you know helping and many others were and we, we just couldn't handle it right it was very very difficult it was very um frustrating for us because we like really really are on the side of the customer and actually i think we have an awesome customer uh, ops team but they just were physically impossible, right, to to deal with that demand. So it was it was difficult because that was sometimes some people's first experience of free trade was um, kind of like they had to speak to someone and they couldn't quite get through. So we're kind of back to normal now. But yeah, that was the only one of the downsides, I guess, to that to that time. But yeah, thanks for sharing your free share link. Hope you got a couple <laughs> of good ones. I did, thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to say. Um, what features of the product are you looking forward to coming out over the next couple of months um, or what features which have recently come out? So I've recently got a free trade SIP and I'm very happy with it. Um, my funds transferred rather quickly. Um, I think I managed to get that done before the GameStop saga because um, I was on the SIP waiting list and stuff. But like I said, I'm very happy with the SIP. Um, but yeah, what, what features are you most happy with at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil uh, things too much of what's coming up, but, you know, what what we're trying to do. So, you know, I mentioned that we listen to customer feedback and talk to customers like every day, right? Obviously, that's super important. What we're trying to do is is really make, you know, look at those kind of problems people have or uh, kind of pain points and, and make those better and improve that 
like customer experience. So you can expect a big, big improvement to deposits. Um, the vast majority of deposits uh, arrive in a couple of hours and it's pretty seamless with our true layer open banking integration, but it's going to be getting even better. Uh, you might be able to guess uh, what that might mean, but that's coming soon and that, that's going to be really exciting and will also make things easier at our end because we won't have to, um, yeah, you know, necessarily that question of when will my money arrive, you know, you're, you're going to get it a lot faster, let's just say. Um, on the new stocks uh, side, so probably the number one request we've always had, even now with over 4,000 uh, instruments is basically more stocks, right? So there are a lot of stocks that we haven't been able to add yet. Um, there are exchanges across Europe and Asia we want to add stocks from. So, you know, we are looking to add uh, more stocks from around the world. Um, it's going to be super exciting. Um, something we would love to do, uh, back to that kind of education part and keeping people kind of uh, informed, we, we would love to bring more content into the app as well. Um, we need some more engineers and, you know, now we're going to go and get some, basically. Um, but that will be also something that people are kind of asking for, you know, more more kind of information on on companies and things like that. Um, and then there are a couple of other things that we've kind of talked about as well, you know, making it easier to kind of uh, invest a set amount every month. Uh, we have a concept internally known as autopilot, which has not been uh, built yet or fully explored, but it'll make it easier for you to invest every month um, into certain, certain products because you know, we want people to invest for the long term. That's the, the best time frame generally to, to think about. And we want to make it easier for you to do that and and think about, um, yeah, investing for the long term and, yeah, giving people more kind of flexibility on how to do that, things like that. So, And there's one or two other surprises, which I won't, uh, won't mention right now, but that's some of the stuff that's coming up. Um, I'm really excited about being able to invest in, some Asian companies and, and big European companies as well. Um, especially looking now, some of the big European companies like BW and things like that that are, are growing, um, you know, uh, so, yeah. Fantastic. I, I can't wait, yeah. It's um, really looking forward to seeing the app uh, expand and grow. And just, yeah, awesome. But um, for some reason, Zoom has only given, given me a countdown timer, which has never happened before. So mm. we've got five and a half minutes left of this call. <laughs> um so what i'll do is sam i'll give uh three quick fire questions um and they're just random so question number one quick fire is what is your what has been your favorite ipo Whew, my favorite ipo um there's been a lot of them i'm gonna say airbnb uh just because you know i i i just think it's a great company i think they're their product is amazing. I've used it for a long time and I've worked in the travel industry and stuff. And I think they've got a great uh, marketing model and acquisition model and stuff. And I just, yeah, it was a super exciting one. It was great to tap into that kind of excitement and uh, IPOs are a great chance to get people excited and interested in investing through uh, companies that they know that are household names. So I'm going to say Airbnb. Perfect. Good answer. Like it. Like it. Question two, what's your favorite movie? Um, I'm going to probably say Toy Story. Um, yes. 
I, I I've always really loved it, and I've got a little boy who's five, and we've spent far too many hours over the past year during lockdown watching um, all four Toy Stories on repeat. So yeah, I'm gonna say gonna say one of the Toy Stories. Hard to choose my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I love the Toy Stories. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> Even the uh, the old Toy Story two game on PlayStation one was quality mm. loved it awesome loved it. <laughs> cool and then uh question three lewis give a give sam a quick fire question could be anything anything you want um cats <laughs> or dogs uh, i'm a little bit allergic to cats i think uh, it's never been official but i remember going to a friend's house even like three years ago and just being really kind of allergic so I'm going to say dogs, and I'm not a massive dog fan either, so probably make me out to be some sort of monster who hates animals, but I'm just kind of, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe dogs, yeah, dogs. Nice Labrador puppy or something. Yeah, fair, fair, love it. Cool. Uh, all right, I'm finally then. So how can people, well, get in touch with you? I suppose it will just be via the free trade app, and if people have any issues with free trade, just mm-hmm. message the customer service on the app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, check us out. Um, you can find uh, Free Trade on on social. Um, definitely follow what we're doing. Let us know what you want to see on your app. Um, you know, we have an amazing referral uh, scheme. So that's been actually the way that we've we've grown over the the past couple of years. People like Lewis and many others kind of sharing sharing the app with their friends. So you, you can get a free share when you sign up, um, and you can refer as many friends as you like and get something between three pounds or anything up to 200. So um, definitely check out the app. You can start with as little as two pounds and get a feel for it if you've never invested before. And it, uh, you know, get into it and understand a bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, spot on, cool. And uh, actually I'll just quickly ask as well, what was your, I'll ask, I'll ask you Luce, what was your first uh, share on free trade? Who was it with? My first, my first share would have been Facebook. Um, so Facebook was my first stock on free trade. What about you, Sam? I think it was Tesla, which uh, is maybe not a huge surprise. <laughs> Probably a lot of people uh, invested in that. Um, so that, that's done very well over over time, uh, cool. for sure. Awesome. Well, um, Sam, you've been an incredible guest. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's been great to be on. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me sure. again. And uh, you're welcome, mate. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime in the future, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And uh, Lewis, thanks for joining me on the show as well. Yes, Shane. Thank you very much. Cool. Well, that's been the All Right Talk Show. Uh, ciao for now. See you next week with another guest. <laughs>